Hey, what's up, fuck buddies? What's up, my little fuck buddies? Welcome to episode 27 of the Off and Beat Podcast. Wow, I just realized my face is really damn close to the fucking camera. Uh, I kind of touched on this uh, at the end of the last pod, or at least I mentioned it in passing. Um, Apparently, you get awards for doing nothing now. There was ever an argument for finding a reason to give white people the awards. Uh, I think Prince Harry has uh, made it happen. If there's ever been, look, I, I typically don't like to get in uh, arguments about white people get all these uh, extra benefits and privileges. But, look, if you're getting awards for having two children and being allotted for it, you got a case. I can't sit here and argue with it about it. I really can't. Apparently, there's a British for um, the environment. It's an environmental award that Prince Harry Meghan Markle for maxing out at two children, which is like the equivalent of finally hitting 225 on the bench press. Um, it's pretty standard as a guy. This would probably be a minimum standard of you. But apparently, the intentions, I get it. I, I read the award, right? The award is for population control because they literally have uh, the slogan is population matters. Wow. Sounds familiar. Uh, and look, population control does matter. There are a lot of people. There are people who have more than two kids that shouldn't. There are people that have kids that just shouldn't. But... The intention is for environmental, population, uh, carbon, density, some like envir- like legit environmental issues they bring out. It's so you leave a more potent generation and you're not just kind of playing a numbers game. So uh, I have a feeling Nick Cannon's not going to be winning uh, this award anytime soon. And by the way, this organization apparently donates... $695 to the royal family couple, which I guess technically they're not the royal family anymore, but you know, they get a nice $695 uh, check, which they donate to a charity, so they're not like taking advantage of it, I guess. But they also just signed like a four book deal, Prince Harry, for millions of dollars. So, um, I think him complaining about, oh, we're starting from scratch. Yeah, I think that ended pretty damn quickly. But I do find it interesting that uh, we just we, we just really try. You want to talk about participation award, or I guess in this case, lack of participation, however you want to look at it. Uh, I guess two children is the max. So any of y'all people that have more than two children... Um, I guess you're a cancer to society. You're not doing it right because Prince Harry and Meghan Markle tell you you ain't doing it right. Maybe you're doing it too right, if you get what I'm saying. Maybe maybe they're maxing out at two children because she's like, he's not doing it right. But she convinces him it's for the environment, even though it's a British thing. I guess, um, I guess, uh... She's not really feeling the 
palace. He's uh, laying down on her. <laughs> uh, Clint, go fuck yourself. Now, maybe Harry. I guess for now on, he's going to be doing nothing but fucking himself since he's already capped out. He's already topped out. I guess um, he's only going to be getting top for now on. Or, uh, you know, protection. So what? Is she going to get her tubes tied? That seems a little inhumane, ironically. It's like neutering your dog. Or a cat. Her cat. Meow. Uh, talk about a royal pain in the uh, feminine kitty whack down there. No, Sylvester. Give me that pretty cat. But... I just found it interesting that we just, like I said, there was ever a person that can make an argument that we find any ways to just prop and elevate people for doing absolutely nothing. Literally and figuratively, you're not doing anything. You do the most common thing that's ever been done in humanity, and that's have children. And you obviously don't want to be someone that has seven children and can't even provide for three of them. But if you have the means and you have the family structure, you have infrastructure to have five or six kids, there's nothing wrong with that. Did you watch Cheaper Pie the Dozen? Hey, was it a little hectic of a house? Yes, but you know what they had? One house, whole family, a union. The problem is when you have four or five kids from two or three different people. That's when shit gets a little messy. That's when it makes sense for populate. That's when it makes sense when population shit. But when you have everyone in one household, it's not that big of a deal as long as you're able to provide for it. He's just making the assumption of... Nah, most of y'all shouldn't have more than two children because most of y'all are pieces of shit, at least in his eyes, their eyes type of thing, which hence is why she wanted to leave the castle, leave the royal family because they were royal pain in the asses. I guess uh, ironically it did not suit her. That's a reference to a show that she used to be on before she got a... Princess and the Frogged, I guess, for lack of a better word. Except uh, she got to escape, unlike Diana. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Um, but, seriously. The, like, the gall of just rewarding, of elevating yourself for literally... Nothing. And I know I've repeated that nothing so much. But. It is just. It just is a microcosm. Of the ego of some people. That truly feel like. They are deserving of awards. For doing. Not even minimalist, because having children is certainly not a minimal thing, because you don't have to have children. But I would make an argument that you are actually doing more of a disservice, being the fact that you have the means to be able to have probably, 
I mean, especially with the book deal, if you wanted to, you could have six, seven kids. I'm not saying six to seven, but you could have three or four and they all become leaders of society in some sort. Since you know the way that the world should operate, since you come from a family of great leaders and, you know, royals, you are they start off at an elevated status and they could change the world, right? Aren't you doing a disservice by not bringing as many good people in the world as possible? N- population control should be for people that create complete nuisances to society. People that create kids with schizophrenia. Not you. Well, Archie, at the very least, is going to be like the. I don't like if he's grown up in America. The very least, he's going to be like some professor. At the very least, you know, the daughter you just had, she's going to be on like the Real Housewives or something. I don't know. I just find it very, very interesting. Now, Prince Harry, man, I got to give it to him. The dude's swaggy as hell. Like, look up some like interviews of him. The dude, you could tell, he uh, he wants to be Americanized. I think he, I know he's using his wife as an excuse for, I know his wife basically led the motive of them leaving the royal family. But man, he knew, he knew their racism and all their deals, which honestly, what the big deal is the royal family? Because I don't think they actually do anything. I, you know, I've, what the fuck does the royal family actually fucking do? Literally, they're on an elevated status just for the simple fact that people say they have an elevated status. But like, they're the queen of England. They have, like, the queen and king of England. But I don't think they actually make any laws. They're more of just supposed to be, like, moral symbols. It would be the equivalent of Bill Gates... Well, I don't think now he can really play the moral card. He's kind of, no pun intended, on an island. Um, um, Probably because he has a Microsoft penis. (laughs) Uh, Clint, I'm back. Baby, I'm back. Um, Hey, how you hanging there, Jeffrey? Epstein, I guess I should clarify that. Um, Wow, that was not great. I I killed the momentum. But... Maybe I should, uh, I, I guess you could say I really excel at uh, these lines. Depending on how you graph them. You want to bar it? You want to staff it? Excel. Excel. But, it would be the equivalent of Bill Gates, which he kind of has done with the COVID vaccination. It is kind of weird that a dude who... um is a professional in tech, but now somehow just because he's a humanitarian in some manner, and he has donated a lot of money and contributed, and he's knowledgeable in some sense, but somehow now, over the past year, he's been the spokesperson of explaining the vaccine that all of a sudden he's kind of the head of, he's like the face of getting the vaccine. So he's kind of like this moral symbol of what us in America should do from a humanitarian standpoint. 
That's really what the royal family is, except no one knows how much actual fucking money they have. Because as far as I'm aware, I don't think they're indebted in like oil, like the Rockefellers or nothing like that. I think they're literally, they just start like, hey, we're going to invade this castle. And we're going to have, we're going to tell you how you should live your life. We're going to make this whole royal wedding thing a whole thing where the whole world stops. Like when Michael Jackson died, funeral, there's like a whole TV event. The royal family, it's so fucking big that like today in Good Morning America when it was happening, I would wake up and next thing you know, all it is is live streams on YouTube. The royal family. Look at him say, I do. Yeah, because you know what? She, yeah, she's really going to say no when literally the whole country is relying on her. To say yes, you're making me wake up at 7 a.m. to watch you say no. You can't do that. This isn't friends with Ross and Rachel, Ross and Julie, where he actually says her name at the altar. He can't do that, Harry. You can't. Yeah, Megan, uh. Megan Sparkle sounds like a porn. That'd be a hot porno. Megan Sparkle and Prince Harry's cock ring on it. I do. <laughs> ah, I'm swinging and hitting, swinging and hitting. But hey, gotta gotta be careful in the porno population control. Which ironically, more unprotected sex probably happens in porno, and that's probably where the least amount of kids are produced. It probably has like the lowest percentage of um, success rates in terms of vaginal insertion unprotected and having babies. Because I feel like they have figured out the code. It's called a rampant gonorrhea. I would only assume. But Johnny Test. Why Johnny Test when you could Johnny sins and then a. Commit some sins and then you can synthesize and population control. Go fuck. God damn it, Clint. But I don't get it. I really fucking don't. Even us in America, for some reason, there are these big deals in America when they've never really done anything for America. They've never even, they don't really even do anything for. England or Britain, wherever the fuck the royal family technically resides at. What do they do? Prince Harry and Meghan left. Hey, guess what? Same shit. Nothing's changed. Life hasn't stopped. They come over here. They're, I mean, I guess you could say they're celebrities. And, you know, maybe they'll, you know, maybe they could bring some of those good teachings about, you know, bettering the environment and actually wanting a better world type of thing. But. I mean they came to the right country. If you want to be rewarded for absolutely nothing. That would be funny. If Prince Harry went on like Nick Cannon's podcast. And they're sitting there talking about. The joy of life. Of having kids. And Prince Harry is like yeah. Um, kind of went a little bit overboard there Nick. Should have stopped at Mariah. I do find it. I don't know, man. I don't know. It's just a. 
It's just kind of interesting. I thought that was a little, little, uh, little fine. Population control. Uh, I guess uh, good thing Philip Rivers retired. Maybe not, cause now that he's retired, he's gonna have nothing but time at his hands, and his wife's ass cheeks. He was able to. I think he has like seven kids, and all of them happened during. His NFL career, granted, he plays 17 seasons. So that's basically one every two and a half years, whatever you, if you do the math. Now, offseason, um, and I found out the reason is they don't, I, I think he's like, I don't know if he's Catholic, but he's a certain Christian religion where they don't believe in any protection whatsoever. Not talking about just tube stud, I'm not talking about just birth control and regular. You're not even allowed to wear condoms. Whew. So, uh, wonder what religion Prince Harry them are. Are they even religious? Because I don't think there's anything about population control in any religion. Because the whole idea of a religion idealism would be to have the religion live on. To have as many people born indoctrinate young kids into the religion so you could keep the religion strong for generations and generations. And you would, the last thing you would want is population control. If you're like a religion trying to keep the faith strong, because at the end of the day, a religion could be as strong as it wants in faith. Numbers matter, man. There's, I think it's like 2 billion people in the world that are Islam. And like, there's more people that are Islam than identifies Christianity in the world. I could be wrong, but I believe like one third of the world is Islam. And like close to a billion is like Christianity, and then everyone else just kind of, eh, you're just basically like libertarian party. And I think that probably is probably why there's a heavy uh, Christianity versus Islam thing for a lot of different reasons in America. Not even going to get into that, but, um, It's just, mm, it it is kind of just fascinating to me, the whole idea of someone feeling so righteous, thinking that having two children versus three is going to be the difference in whether this planet survives or not. Because you know what? What if you don't have that third child, and that third child could have been your uh, savior? He could have been... He could have been uh, LeBron James, but no, you don't want that third child, population control. Yeah, but that third child could have literally changed a whole community. He just became the first pure billionaire off career earnings, by the way. First athlete to ever do that off pure career earnings. Even though technically I think he was the first and only kid. He didn't have any brother or sister, but it happens. There's a lot of stories of athletes having a shitload of siblings and then like the second youngest one becomes uh, this top five quarterback in the league type of shit. Like I think Eli, Eli is the fucking youngest of the Manning brothers. And hey, say what you want. Great career, but guess what? If uh, the Mannings decide, I, I better not see Prince Harry uh, trying to become mingle friends with the Mannings because uh, that's a 
That's a big uh, arch you don't want to go over. That's that's a book of Eli you don't want to get into. <laughs> oh, go fuck yourself, Clint. All right, all right. But no, seriously. <clears throat> like, um, that's a... Could you imagine if how different history of the NFL would be different if there wasn't Eli, the youngest of the three children? Because I believe it's like Peyton... Cooper's the middle, Payne's the oldest, Cooper's the middle, Eli's the youngest. I could be wrong, but I know Eli's the youngest. That's not even debatable. Like, literally, the NFL history would be different. Tom Brady might be undefeated in Super Bowls, with the exception of one. But chances are, if he won those two Super Bowls, there's so many roster changes of other teams that could have changed a whole bunch of shit. Now, I don't even need to go down that fucking road. But population control means there would have been no fucking Eli Manning. You can't tell the NFL history books without Eli Manning. But no, Prince Harry doesn't fucking understand that. See, in Britain, you know what? Maybe you don't have the type of sports where the youngest child, the youngest child actually has an advantage. In America, being the youngest child, you have all the advantages of the world. But And look, like I said, I understand it's well-intentioned. It's well-mannered. But Prince Harry, you are wrong. Because for the simple fact that, I, well, I shouldn't say him, because obviously he's not the only one that believes it. There's a whole environmental organization. And there's a lot of people that believe it. Is it really just, though, is it really just an excuse to not actually want to be like a, to not want to be a parent of epic proportions for a long period of time. Do you, does that mean that you just don't really want your seed spread out type of thing? Doesn't that mean like, there's no, look man, I understand parenting is hard. But I feel like once you have one or two, you kind of get that parenting bug. You're like, hmm, after 10 years, like... And the kids will be out in the house in eight years. What do we do then? It's like, uh, I don't really want to be with you unless we have another kid. Otherwise, what the fuck do I want to be around you 12 hours a day for? You got to give me a reason to be with you. And you have another kid. Hey, and then he becomes Joe Rogan. Who knows? You never know. My philosophy is have as many kids... As you can afford and emotionally handle. And. Like if you want to have five kids. That is fine. But just make sure you are. You have more than enough. And a family infrastructure. To be able to raise five kids. Without causing a burden on society. I think what. He's trying to say, I think the lineage of thinking by that is he's basically trying to get at that lower to middle income people shouldn't have really probably children, but more than one or two at most. Because there's probably actual analytics and studies that show that you need X amount 
to be able to raise one child. It takes this much to raise one child and two children, three children. And that makes sense. That's probably what a lot of the reasoning is. When you say environmental carbon emissions, you really fucking think having that third child is the difference between the whole, the air in China being over polluted where you can't even breathe. You think uh, not having that third child is really going to change that? No. You know why? Because that's an environmental issue that has nothing to do with unborn children. Now, maybe there's just certain places in the world you shouldn't have more than one or two children. Because it's just too condensed of an area. There's not enough space. There's not enough um, safety type thing to raise a lot of children. That makes a lot of sense. But in America, man, you can move to cheaper places, cheaper areas, buy bigger houses in certain states, you can, suburban areas, you can have grass, land, all that bullshit. Public fucking schools where you basically kids police themselves. But see, Prince Harry lives in this like type of private school mindset, which by the way, if you can afford it, you should. <laughs> it's probably better for your kid in terms of success and how you view the world. You probably have an actual knowledge of how the world operates in an academic sense. But at the same time, you're probably going to be more disconnected for how the world operates as well because you're not around the surroundings of a bunch of people of all different types. Because typically if you go to private school, you're dealing with a particular class of kids who probably have very similar, all have very similar home lives, all have very similar financial situations, all have very similar parents with similar jobs. So you don't really have much diversity in the terms of the actual circumstances of what the kids are dealing with. You get a public school, man, it's a free-for-all. You have one person whose dad is a CEO of a magnet company, and then you have another dad who can't even uh, get off unemployment. And they can all be sitting next to each other and be best friends in biology class. And you know what? You know what that teaches your kid? It teaches your kid to treat everyone equal, and that you can be friends and treat everyone the same regardless of circumstances. Which you probably don't really get that aspect in private school. But again, your kid will probably be smarter and better off and succeed. But what do I know? But I think it's also, it's kind of like an egg. Look, man, if you just don't want to have three kids because you don't want to have a lot of kids, you don't want to have three or four kids, that's okay just to say, I don't want more than two kids because this is a pain in the ass to raise fucking kids. I think that's actually closer to the answer, but of course, everyone's got to find this justifiable reason instead of, nah, I just don't want to. They got to find this study. They got to find all these uh, possible negatives to not do something instead of just saying, yeah, actually, I just don't want more than three kids. Two is more than enough. I want to have a semi-life at some point in my life. But no, there's always got to be this academic reason of population. It's like, okay, 
Go fuck yourself then. Nah, actually, I'll just go fuck myself. Because you... <sighs> Man. And maybe... And for the argument, and I just thought that, I literally just thought that, maybe you can make an argument that there's high homelessness percentage rates because there's just too many people and there's just not enough places to live. And I've thought about that when we're talking about the homeless situations and stuff like that. You could really get into the fact that you could say that high density homelessness, which would be the Los Angeles's, the New York City's, even Atlanta, it feels like when you live there, it's a lot more than it actually really is. There's obviously a lot of homelessness in Atlanta. But if you do it from like a national percentage and averages standpoint, I think it's like maybe top seven or eight, which is still not great. But it's so much different than when you go downtown and you actually see it firsthand, as I have, as I've explained in one pod. But whatever. Um, in Austin, Texas, Texas in general, some areas. Um, but these big metropolitan... A big city where everyone wants to go to. Everyone wants to chase a dream in. Typically, they're boom or bust dreams. And typically, when it busts, you are literally on your ass in the streets. And then, you know, when you fell at something, a lot of things in your life can snowball um, in a very, very dangerous direction. Which, And you can make the argument that there were... There's too many people to give the lowest chance, the lowest percentage chance of success people a chance to even survive in this world. So you're kind of drowning people who didn't like no one technically asked to be here on this earth, but someone brought us onto this earth for however that may have happened is not really relevant, but we're here. But you didn't ask to be born, but when you're born, you, you know, you live life and all that shit. And then, you know, some people kill themselves. Some people live through their pain and some people thrive and succeed. And then everyone else is just trying to find their way. Um, and you can make an argument that having too many people, it's by default, there's going to be not everyone can succeed. There's not enough room. There's not enough jobs. There's not enough opportunity. And it could get into your your chances of reaching and chasing something and actually succeeding are just exponentially just tumble down to minimal percentages for the simple fact that there's too many fucking people in the world. There's too many people that want to do what you want to do. There's too many people to be able to have a house, to be able to rent an apartment, to be able to just live in a van, to live in a car. Like, there's just too many people. There's not enough jobs. And maybe that's, now I think maybe that's closer to a fair argument. But my argument would be, is I feel like you could cut the population in the world in half. I believe we would have almost just the same amount of homelessness. I really do. 
Because I feel like a lot of homelessness is for the simple fact doesn't really have to do necessarily with the individual that's homeless. It's the fact that we always will find a way to make the lowest be the lowest. Because the way you keep yourself above certain poverty lines or you keep yourself above certain classes is by finding every opportunity to, to demean the people quote unquote below you. And I still feel like from a government standpoint, not to go government zen and government, but I do feel like there would be still a same, a similar, maybe not necessarily amount of people, but the same per- the percentages, the amount of percentages homelessness would still, I think, relatively be the same because everything will always regress to the means whether you have 1 million people in the world or 6 billion people in the world. There's always going to be class specifications, regardless of how many people. You have a million people in the world, and there's not going to be 50% are middle class, and the rest of the 50% are higher to upper class. No. It would probably be, there'll probably be like 35% are lower class to poverty, and then you would have like 35 middle class. Well, you probably have 40, I actually, I would, you probably have 40 to 45% lower to poverty. You have the middle class around 35% and then the rest would just fill up the Jeff Bezos type of rich. You can make an argument that the money would be hoarded even extremely more. And then we got to be very like, Jesus, I really went off on a tangent about this shit. I think we got to be really careful when we try to um, take matters into our own hands of things that are natural. Which, you know, does that mean we should have automated birth control? Meaning, should there even be birth control? Should that even be... like if, If you really want to talk about population control, I think what he's really saying is... Think think about it like this. If we're going to talk about true population control, right? Could you imagine if someone who thought in that environmental mindset, right? It sounds great. Oh, someone cares about the environment. Could you imagine if you as a woman, you have two children. And then the doctor, after you have your second child, ties your tubes permanently. Where there's no even chance for you to get pregnant again. The government and the environment... Makes that decision for you. After two kids. You don't even have a choice of whether you get to have a third kid or not. There's not even a choice if you have a third kid. You have to disconnect any government benefits you potentially could get. Meaning if you have two children or less. You could get like government assistance. But if you have a third child you're on your own. Because you didn't follow our moral code. There's not even that. Which that is still wrong in a lot of ways. But if someone... Who I'm not even say Prince because Prince he's just the face because they won this award, but that whole organization, that whole uh, cha- that whole charitable donation company, or whoever is behind, could you imagine if the Supreme Court in America or any country for that matter literally tied your tubes as a woman, and we wouldn't talk about pro-choice and everything? They took that choice away from you to have more than two children. 
because they want to prevent any future population issues. Oh, then I'm pretty sure this whole cute, oh, look at them caring. I'm pretty sure it wouldn't be that cute anymore if the government or hospitals by law had to make sure you can never get pregnant again after you have two children. Regardless if you could take care of 20 children if you had to, no matter your financial situation. You can make, if you want to, like, if they want to talk about truly care for the environment, maybe, and to me, it's still kind of wrong because the whole point of living life and liberty and choice is that you should be able to make your own decisions and live with those decisions, but, but unfortunately, a lot of people can't make their own decisions in calculated manners, and they make emotional and irrational decisions, which causes lifetime decisions, and when you start involving kids with that shit, that's when... Uh, that's when, unfortunately, courts have to be involved just to protect the child because two adults can't figure out how to fucking, uh, not fuck it up. But, if you want to make a real argument of where that could actually take place, you can maybe, which, again, let me restate this, it still, it still would take away... The whole essence of what America's about, or really just being a human about. Because someone's joy can be having taking care of eight children and having eight children of their own. Some people really get off on not like that, but you know, they really like their whole life mission can be about just taking care of children, nurturing children, raising them to be decent human beings. Like that could that's actually what some woman and men families literally want to do that's all they want to do is just raise kids and provide a decent life and that brings them happiness you can make an argument though if it's truly about the essence of keeping population under control to keep a good society to have the best chance of um, faulty members of society is that you can have as many children as you can afford, which means they would have to do the calculations, which I'm pretty sure they already have, of how much it takes to raise one child, blah, 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 and what your income as a family, what you could provide for at that for that time being. And if you make like, I don't know, like we'll just say in America, if you make 70000 a year, you could have, um, you could have two children. If you make 30, or now nah, you should probably be able to, you could be able to afford three children and 70,000 a year. Wouldn't be quite ideal, but you could. But we'll just say you can't even have a child until you find a way to make 40,000 or more a year, right? Let's say that was, com- it could be combined income, it could be one person's income, but you have to either be married to someone where your income's combined to be as such, or that would be really the only way that you could actually realistically what's best for the child if that's what it's really about population control and all that shit is it because population is out of control because people don't have the necessary funds to actually even take care of a child I feel like there's a lot of sneaky, there's a lot of sneaky um, 
true intentions behind that shit. And again, I want to restate, I am not for that. Because I don't think, you obviously, there needs to be a minimal financial, you need to be able to provide for your child. But you don't need to be making six figures to be able to take care of three children. Because there's much more to raising a child than just having money and buying shit. And you got to be able to provide the necessary needs and some. But you don't have to provide financially the world to a child to be a good parent or make a great uh, impact on the child's life. You don't. But I do understand that if you're looking from a government standpoint and you're providing financial government assistance to children, welfare, and uh, food stamps and stuff like that, you can make argument that's not necessarily good either. Because you're always going to be tied to the system of raising your child and your name being attached to the government. It's almost like... How much of you is raising the child and how much of the government is raising a child that not like the government forced a child you to take care of a child. You brought a child on your own merit. That's where a lot of that shit could get very, very touchy. But I think people should be able to have as many kids as they want as long as they could provide and afford. But I do think it's irresponsible for people that do continue to have children and they can't even afford the one that they had before. That that's just being irresponsible in a lot of ways. And I think that's kind of where he's he's saying is for the environment, but I think it's more along the lines of if he was a leader of America or the free world, he's just tired of seeing he's just tired of seeing people not being able to take care of the children. I think that's really what he's saying. But he's covering up again, like I said before, with a lot of statistics and all this shit. In reality, his worldview is, nah, y'all ain't shit. (laughs) To put it politely, you guys can't get these $80 million book deals like I can. And in these books, I'm just going to sit here and gossip about a racist 98-year-old lady like no fucking shit. What did you think she was? You really thought a dude... What is his name? Freaking Charles... Whoever the fucking old ass dude. Have you ever heard like the Rockefellers talk? I know they're not the royal family. Have you ever heard the voices of these Rockefellers? It's fucking creepy as hell. If you want to talk Illuminati... I mean, shit. That's where... I mean, he literally sounds like a devil. White she-devil. I don't know. The more I talk about it, the more torn I am about it. I can't believe I've got, on this whole podcast I'm going to be talking about Prince Harry winning a fucking award. Jesus fucking Christ. But hey. Um, it is... Look, I think the award winning the award's a joke. But the more I think about it, you know... The idea of where they're getting at isn't exactly crazy. I will give them that. Honestly, like, I I have to give them that. 
Now, though, like the reasoning's a little eh, but I think what they're getting at is um, people won't make good enough decisions for themselves and it ends up hurting the the productivity and the uh, being a stable member of society because a lot of people um, don't even have a chance before they even are able to have a chance. Like Prince Harry can have six children and they will all have a much higher percentage than someone who is, you know, struggling to make ends meet. They have a child. Of course, from a financial and opportunity standpoint, Prince Harry's six children are going to have much more of an advantage. That's not even debatable. He's... I think he's just saying the wrong people are having children. And you got to. But maybe it's also at the same time that. Even if you can't provide the world and your grandparents to your children. You have six of the same fuckers. From the same strand of DNAs that you both have. That's kind of a weird thing as well. You have six similar people walking around. And you think. You think not one of them's going to die of heroin at 27? It's unrealistic. It's going to happen. But, mm, I don't know, man. It's a, it's a very, very interesting thing to under understand. I, I think I probably need to do, even though I think I'm a little bit knowledgeable of this stuff, I should probably do more of a, like, an actual, like, couple hours of research on this the how the origin of this organization started and why is it such a big the weirdest part is a lot of when, when i was reading when i first saw the story it was on instagram right and it was under like some like some tabloid thing i thought it was kind of a i thought it was like one of those fake memes type of thing like kind of like a satire but then i read the articles like oh this is real they even made a comment of, yes, we are maxing out at two. We are done. And then, like, I, I had to check a couple more swords. Like, holy shit, this thing's fucking real. And then the worst part, I was reading the comments. And all the people commenting were like, were like, yes, they're so, they're so mindful of the world. How great of them to think for people other than themselves. Think about the bigger picture. It was like 90% on these people's side. And then there was a couple of things like me. Like, wow. Uh, I guess uh, I guess me having zero. I should get fucking. I should get rewarded too. But I guess if you have two or less children. And you don't make an impact on the world. I guess you don't get a award. Hmm. Crazy. Uh, I think I thought that was interesting. Prince fucking Harry. And you know, I actually like Prince Harry. He's actually pretty cool. Like, I've heard him speak. He actually seems pretty normal. He actually fought and I think he actually served some time in the military. He actually seems normal, which hence is why. He actually made a decision to leave with his wife. I think it's more of... Um, it was basically like, look. Either we leave or we leave. I think that was kind of... 
and he's been trying to get out for a while. He's like, oh, well, you know, hey, guy, you know, we got to do what's best for our child. <laughs> and really, he's probably wanting to leave that fucking royal family for like nine years now. Him and his bald-headed looking fucking Brian Seltzer looking motherfucker. The Prince William. Kate Milton's pretty nice, though. She seems pretty nice. All right. I think I'm going to end that there. All right. Thank you for listening and watching to episode 27 of the Off and Beat Podcast. Um, you could follow follow me on IG. Um, subscribe, like the vid. I actually enjoyed today's vid. In a pretty good mood. Pretty good mood. Uh, anyone who watched the last video, um, I appreciate any of the personal feedback and everything. You know, it's pretty, it's nice that um, some people learned something actual about me and enjoyed my in-depth of my thoughts. But, you know, hey, you know, I'm happy to actually get back to what this pod is all about. And that's shitting on good people for doing probably what's best for the world. And I got to shit on them for it because, you know, obviously I'm not them. All right, guys. Have a have a great Saturday, and uh oh yeah, uh suck some titties, boom.